Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to part two of Private Parts. Uh, just wanted to give a quick disclaimer that in this part of the episode, we talk about suicide, we talk about mental health, we talk about lots of different things. Um, and if you find these conversations uncomfortable, um, perhaps give this a miss. But I just wanted to warn everyone before they listen to this episode and go and check in the notes below because we're going to leave some, some website links, uh, some resources that can help uh, with suicide or mental health or certain situations. Go and check those out and hopefully you will enjoy this part of the episode. Here we go. What I also uh, want to understand, right, is about, you know, the social media side of things, right? Because you're 27 years old as you do the show, you're thrown into this environment, it, it goes off the reins in like in Australia and now in the UK and people have their opinions. You know, you do a reality show, you do get backlash. So was it tough for you? Do you know what? It was... It was tough at times. Yeah. I mean, look, I have a really thick skin. Um, you know, nothing really affects me. I've, I've had a very gruff upbringing. Um, I've had an ex-partner hang himself on the phone to me. I've had, oh um, you know, abusive partners to the point where I've been left in hospital and had to take him to court. Like, I've had a lot happen to me. So my skin's very yes. thick. So when I get messages like, oh, you're, you're this and I hope you die and blah, 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 blah. I just sit there and go, I feel so sorry for you because life is so important to just live. And if you are that, have that much, you know, um, energy, if you put that much energy into people on the internet that you don't know, I just feel so sorry for you because you're wasting life where there's people that would yeah. just give anything to have it. Jess, I'm so sorry to hear those things as well. That's, yeah. that's not easy. That's a really hard thing for the for the soul to yeah, take on. It definitely, definitely. And, and it was so difficult when it, when it all happened. But you know what? It's like it's it's just I, I, I see every sort of challenge in my life like that as, you know, oh, not why me and why me and like this sucks. As, but I see it as, you know, I'm obviously being prepared for something bigger in my life and I'm going to need all these life lessons mm. in order to, you know, look to be able to get through it and and be it made this reality show backlash be it made something in the future i don't know but um a very good friend of mine's dad said to me once that um bad bad things happen to people who god believes that they can take it and i think that's not the same but it's something that so when things things are happening to you which are really pretty tough it's because there has to there's a reason for yeah. it in the future there's a reason because they believe that you have that tough soul um, and I think to God, it must be high, and it must be high. If you had this, you know, fuck, I can't even imagine someone taking their own life on the phone to you. To to you, that'd be awful. I mean, obviously, like I for a long time, I took the blame on myself. But then I realised there was obviously so many more demons happening in his life for, in order for that to happen. Yeah. But the worst bit about it was having he was in an intense coma, an induced coma for a week. Really. 
so he didn't just pass away you know and seeing him um yeah just seeing him like in the same you know his, the gel was still in the hair from the same yeah. from that night um then the funeral and i was treated like a uh, like a widow in a sense because we'd only just broken up and mm. yeah it was really rough and, and 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 it was it was terrible but it's why i'm such you know i use all these things now <clears throat> and my amazing platform to speak on men's mental health totally. um, you know it's okay not to be okay it doesn't mm-hmm. make you any less of a man to not be okay don't suppress how you feel talk it out Jess well done that's that's so yeah I'm a, on this podcast as well we talk a lot about mm-hmm. mental health you know in the UK it's the it, it's the biggest killer for men under 45 two-thirds of suicides mm-hmm. are male guys don't speak mm-hmm. out and actually you know hearing hearing you be a voice for other men because I think the problem is is that guys don't have the confidence to it because they don't feel like, you know, we, we have to give this perception of being okay yeah. all the time. And actually, guys aren't okay. You know, guys no. really aren't okay. Yeah. Like, and this will be shocking for everybody as well. And, and, and he won't mind me sharing it. Is that my, my brother's actually tried to commit suicide more than four times. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, you know, like, you, you can, so all these people will see my brother on a TV show and go, oh, he's so good looking, he's this, he's that, he must have everything in the world and he mm. must come across so confident on his social media and he can have anything he wants. But, you know, the, he has internal battles as well. And it's mm. just, this is the perception on people and on online and, you know, men and, and women, you know. I, that's why oh, I'm such so... I'm so focused on people talking as well about, um, you know, young women's body image and the fact mm-hmm. that the internet isn't real. You know, you're, the the perfect lighting isn't real. That like you're not going. Stop trying to achieve this unrealistic um, image, right? Image yeah. Because it's not it's not real. <laughs> it doesn't exist. And just be happy. Do you know what? What's interesting? It's not interesting. What is interesting? I mean, your poor brother. And you have to deal with that. I suppose there's there's probably a lot of people who are relating to this right now, and they're sort of saying, you know, I have a family member or a friend or someone else who's in a yeah. similar situation, and I'm trying to help them through. How do you how do you help an individual so close to you through things like that? The hardest thing for me, it's not hard at all. I mean, look, I would do, I would drop, you know, I'd go, I go to heaven and heaven and hell for my brother. You know, I'd do mm-hmm. anything for him. But um, the hardest thing is that he only trust me he only comes to me and and it's been like that for a very long time with a lot of my siblings I've always been the martyr in the family just for mm. people to come to and I don't know each I just have to constantly just build him there up I have to constantly remind him that you know as I say it's not it's okay to not be all right it's you yeah. can come you can come cry to me like I've had I've been laying in bed sometimes and I've had my brother knock on my door and because we used to live in, we lived in the same house and I would say, well, what are you doing in my bloody room, you know, as her sisters do? Mm. And he'd just come, he would lay on me and just cry. Mm. And then, you know what, I just have to just, I just let him cry. I just let him cry and I, and I just ask him what's wrong. And, you know, I, I've been to counselling sessions with him. I mm. have been to, you know, I've I tried to help him as much as I can. Yeah, and, you know, what? sometimes people don't make, you know, they don't um, get better, but they learn to like you know you learn to you learn to understand it and i think that i think the trickiest thing when it comes to mental health is is understanding it so i you know very i mean mine is 
not even comparable, but um, I, you know, I, I, like we all have dealt with our own demons and different things, and I suffered severely from anxiety and stuff like that. And my hardest thing for me was mm. to accept it, right? I was always like, ah, no, it's, you know, it's not. And I think that's what happens for a lot of guys. It's very hard to accept. And actually, once you get to that place of acceptance, then you can start yeah. to build sort of defenses against it and understand how to move forward. And that's mm. the really hardest place to get to. So this is really important because I think it's exactly that. When you get all of this stuff, you know, you do this TV show, you go onto it, um, you, you know, you want to have a fun time, then you come off and people have their opinions of you, but they have no idea about your background or your past. All they just, mm. all they know is, you know, however many episodes you know, 20 minutes at a time, clipped together, and they make a judgment of you. And they have no idea about your past, your present, your future, whatever this. And, you know, and the fact that, you know, for me, what is so, so tough on your side is that you had these, uh, this abuse in your past, and you're able mm. to still trust men. That, that, mm. from, that, for me, is quite powerful from your side. How do you able to do that? Because being in an abusive relationship is hard, and then be able to trust men after that. How do you mm. get past that? This is the thing my family say as well. They say, Jess, like, when, when are you just, we're just, because I'll, I'll go, what's wrong with everybody? Everyone sort of tiptoes around me sometimes. Mm. And they're like, we're just waiting for you to, to just combust. Um, but you know what? Like, you can't live life. You can't live life going, what if, or, or, or putting up roadblocks for yourself because you've been hurt. Like, you've got to. Mm. It's unfortunately, you can't. That's not living life. Living life is about sometimes getting hurt. It's about being pushed down. It's about losing. It's about you know not always you know it's getting what you want. But you've you've just got to get back up and have that momentum and live your life and have you know realize that you're in a spot where you know people would people would dream to be. There's 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 so much poverty in the world. Sure. And people just don't get the opportunities that we you know yeah get totally. Have. But 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 it's all but it's all relative, right? In a way, and I and and so you know it, it, you're so right in what you're saying. But I, what mm -hmm. I find impressive from your side is that a lot of people who have you know experienced half of what you've experienced, you know, in, not even the family stuff or, or the ex-boyfriend or even the TV stuff and getting the hate on social media and stuff like that. But you know, you know that's just like that's so mega that people don't even experience that. But you are able to have the strength to pull yourself through. And a lot of people mm. don't have that strength. And yeah. almost that's, you know, probably people be jealous of your strength being able to do that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I honestly sometimes... So the, the only time where I haven't, I haven't had strength and it was after the show was when Dan and I... So we broke up on... We got back together after the reunion ended mm. and, and he's seen the Nick thing. We actually got back together. We were together for a little bit. I moved to the Gold Coast and... Um, we actually end up breaking up again on live TV. So not only was I copying... Can I just quickly know, say that? Because that bit, yeah. you, you say this one bit to him. If anyone wants to check out the interview, there's an interview with you. And I don't mean, and I don't mean to laugh, but it is... You're sitting with Dan, who's this, the guy that you've, you, you sort of, you've now sort of got with and you're in a relationship with and all these different things. And you turn to him and you say, are we actually going to do this on national television? You say that to I him. I know. And you know what, funny, you know what else? I found out later on from Tamara that yeah. that was all planned by him. He planned to what? break up with me. I know. But regard, we'll go back to that in a second because yeah, sure. the, only, we'll go, the one time I was only really down after the show was when that happened. So I was copying, the, you know, Australian hate. Then I was copying 
you sucked in, you deserve it, you slight, you this, you that. And then I would have girls ringing up radio stations going, Dan and I did this when they were together and I've got text messages and then getting all this oh sent my to me. God. My world's blowing up. So I got a really heavy um, prescription uh, pain medication. It was Xanaxes? Xanaxes. But I was abusing them. So I, I mm. and, and I was drinking every day. And that was about three months. And... <sighs> You know what, I, I, and I, I can't even to this day remember really those three months. And I, and I, I remember sitting there in my bed one day going, you know, this is not you. You've been through so much more in your life. Like, yeah. pick yourself up, girl. Don't let this beat you because I'm not going to let this beat me. And, um, you know, I've really picked myself up. I assessed what's happened. I assessed, you know, the damage I'd left on the uh, Australian public. And I thought, you know what, now I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this yeah. be the ad, end of it and I'm just going to ride this and milk it for all I can and I'm telling you right now it has paid off completely many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Yeah, well done. Um, and look, and just good on you. And by the way, just like I, I applaud you for being so open and honest um, mm. and for being the person you are because I don't think anyone knows that about your... Or, or people do, obviously, but it's not widely spoken about, obviously. Um, and, no. and the fact that you, you're open and honest about it is, in, is incredible because first you have all of the stuff going on around you that no one knows about. Then you go and do a TV show. And what people don't realise about this TV show is it's a TV show. You know, you're, there are mm. producers, there are different things going on, all this different stuff, and, you, and you're incredibly naive to what's going on. You're just like, okay, yeah. well, well that, and then you come out and there's an edit and stuff like that. And then, you, then what happens is you do this TV show, then you're left with all these emotions, all these things going on, you're meant to just deal with it by yourself. And obviously yeah. what happens with you is, you, you know, like a lot of people do, you, you turn to sort of the stuff that can distract you, which is alcohol mm. or, or prescription drugs and things like that. Yeah, um, substance abuse. Yeah, substances, because it's the, you know, it's the way to suppress whatever you're feeling from the outside world. So you sort of you suffocate all of that while sort of mm. surviving, but actually that's the thing that's damaging you more. So then how mm. did you, you, you picked yourself back up? Because I suppose what you're saying is you, you pretty much hit rock bottom, you must have done. And then yeah. you had to, how did you pick yourself back up from there? You just sort of said to yourself one day, I need to move past this. 
Yeah, I just went, I just sort of sat there in bed and I went, girl, what are you doing? This is not you. This is not Jess. You know what, like, bugger, bugger them. Bugger everyone, everyone else says, you know what, babe, you're a boss bitch. Like, get the hell out of bed. And just pull yourself together because, you know what, for the, you know, hundreds of messages that you get, there's only about 30 people in there that hate you and the rest actually really look up to you. So be the martyr for those people. But, you know, like, be be, be the yes. person that, that, you know, they want to see and and um and show yourself as well, like, which is why I'm so active on my social media with, like, my um, Instagram stories and actually showing me because yes. I don't want – I was like, I'm not going to let this just be my edit, like – yeah, Thank I can be you, a complete man. nasty well, bitch. But... Freaking done. And and mm. I just and I know that a lot of people listening to this will just reach out to you after this and just say, Well mm. done, because I, I think it it is you have to at some point listen, I, I, you know, whatever you do in life, you're gonna have you're gonna have uh, critics and you're gonna have people who love you. And the problem yeah. is as humans what we do is annoyingly, we only look for the bad. We look for the negative, right? Because we have that sort of imposter syndrome. We wanna go, Oh, there's going to be some people are going to put us down. So we search for the bad news rather than the good news. But as you said, when you go through your feed, there's probably hundreds and hundreds of good ones, but you focus on mm. the negative because of course you're only gonna focus on the negative. Well, it's like in relationships as well, you know like you like when you go to your girlfriends or when you go to your guy mates and mm. you don't talk about oh me and you know stacy or me and fred had oh we had the most fa- fantastic week <laughs> yeah. you cook me dinner you go bloody fred left his you know his laundry <laughs> right outside the basket and he didn't close the, the, the door to the fridge and there's flies you know you talk about the negative because it's yeah. the easiest thing to talk about yeah. um which is so very backwards and very very weird i don't understand as human beings why we do that yeah because because um, it's the easiest thing to do because actually what we do is Americans are actually quite good at it. Where they sort of, if you ask American how their day's going, they go, "Oh my god, it's great." If you ask typically British people, say, "How's your day going?" They go, oh, "Shit, actually, weather's shit." You know, we're, we're quite, and and Australians and British people are quite similar in that sense. We because we, mm. it's something to talk about, right? We're not we're pretty upbeat normally, but it's something to talk about. But yeah, I just want to go because you and Dan were doing this interview, and mm. he breaks up with you on national television, and what was and. What was so great about you, Jess, is you've done this TV show, you've done this and things, and you say to the camera, they ask you to firstly, they they basically push you to admit that you had flirted with uh, with Nick. Nick. This is on the show, so they and they had pushed you to do it, and you quite rightly said, "What do you want? Look, and you know, if I, you know, this is my point of view, it could be wrong, but look, I." I I think what happens is, is that you get to a certain place where you're like, fuck, I just can't be fucking bothered anymore to just... just yeah, whatever. I did flirt with him. Who cares? Like, and you, mm-hmm. you, you, you sort of admit it, and which is great. But then you also say after this, I don't want to have this conversation with my boyfriend on national television. I don't want to do that. I don't want to tell him that I love him. I'll tell him off camera. You know, that's kind of what happened, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were like... Uh, Oh, you know, Jessica, you know, you've made some admissions tonight and um, it looks like, you know, you're having some trust issues. Is is there anything you'd like to, you know, say to your boyfriend? And I was thinking, you fucking bitch, like, what, you want me to sit here and try and beg my boyfriend for your ratings? Like, you can shut up your ass. No way. Like, I'll go talk to him off camera. And first of all, he's going to get hiding the second that the, the camera crew leaves. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like yeah, though it was it was really, really horrible. I was really upset about yeah, it. Yeah, I can um, imagine. But what was what I was more upset about it was just the confusion because five minutes prior to the that um interview, that live cross was I'd cooked Dan dinner. Mm. He said he loved me and can't wait to spend the rest of his life with me and we had sex. 
<laughs> so then when so then when I found out that he he, he planned the breakup, I was like, huh, makes sense. <laughs> Are you guys good now? Are you guys okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan and I got really good now. We, like we, we I feel like you're friends with your here. friends with these these exes of yours, with Mick and uh, Dan. I feel like you, you guys are buddies still, which is great. Look, look, you know what? No matter what, we all went through something that we will never experience again in our lives. It will forever be. Um, you know, embedded into mm. our into our brains and our lives, and and it and it was it, it, it'll forever be special. So, you know, it's, even though the relationships probably won't be as nurtured as much as it, people would like us to be, it, it was still like you know something cool that happened yeah. that we all went, you know, went through. Totally, together. it's something that you can never take away. You know, no one can ever take that away from you. Um, mm. And also, you're now in like a happy relationship with someone. That you love, which yeah. is which is so epic, right? And and you seem look. I mean, I I feel like you can always, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, w- what's going on behind closed doors, but I can see from your the way you act, and unless you're a really good actor, which you might be, you seem super happy and content with where you are, right? I am, and you know what it is, like because I didn't really realize how happy I must seem until quite a few people have pointed out to me, like that I know. But he's he, he is the complete opposite to me, but also my, yeah. like the complete same. And and he's just so funny. And you know what? I go off into the biggest like incessant rants that make absolutely no sense, and they're nonsense. But he loves it, and he goes along with it. Like the other day when I was sick and I had a kidney infection, and he took me to the ER, right? Yeah. And I, um, they I was on a drip, and they given me some oxycodones. And I don't take any of this sort of stuff anymore. So well done. apparently well done. I don't remember doing this, all right? I don't remember. But <laughs> apparently I sit there and out of nowhere and I say really loudly. <laughs> I go, I'm the sheriff in this town. <laughs> anyway, so any other partner would be <laughs> any other partner would be like, What? But he goes, he's like Oh yeah, sheriff. Well, we've got some people here. You know what I mean? Like he just plays along with it. It's, I love that. Like I oh love him. Oh my god! Yeah, that's epic, dude. That is epic. I love that. So that's, I love that. Yeah, that's our relationship. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's fun. It, it's just it's fun yeah, and we just it's get silly. Each other. So and just you know just and also I just appreciate you you've I've taken up so much of your time You're just right. with you and you with you and Dan because I know people will know you you and Dan after You're that right. interview that you had you guys that was your breakup and you just finished it there and then right we did we did um okay. and then I think October that year he tried to sort of say he missed me and he made a mistake and he loved me and let's get back together right, and at right, this right. point I, at, and at this point I was hooking up with Scotty T so I was like see ya. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, we saw, but I saw that I in the like, press I saw it in the press yeah. Yeah. yeah so then also but I was also thinking you are you insane do you realise what you've put me through mate I would never date you again Dan I wish I knew Dan now you know like um, and how he is back you yeah. know back then because he's just a mate Dan's sure. a mate Dan's one of the boys that you go out and have a drink with you don't date them Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. 
I also, I so before we, I just, you know, there's all this, and I know you're in a happy relationship, but I hear that yeah. Love Island are trying to be after you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you know what? This is, this is, this is what happens with media. And you'd know perfectly well. Um, I got asked that, you know, they're talking about reality shows and people finding sure. love on them. And do I think that, you know, it, people should try to apply for shows for, to find love? And I said, look, I definitely think that you can find love on there. Um, they said, what about Love Island? I said, yeah, look, Love Island is definitely a show that if I was single, I would do. I think it's a great way to meet people if mm-hmm. that's what, if you're trying to look for people. So we weren't even in talking in reference into uh, yeah, in twist, reference right? to me. And they turned it into next minute Jessica Powers going on Love Island. Even with my boyfriend, I think I said one thing about him being supportive if I got a show over there to Jessica Power and, and uh, Philip Poznanovich are moving to the UK. And our family are going, are you just moving? What do you feel about reality TV? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing or it's an okay thing or is it too big a question? It's very... Um, it's very dependent on your, sure. you know, on just on the person. Like, if you've got skeletons in your closet, expect them to come out. If you don't have a very uh, strong mental mindset, don't do it. Mm. Um, if you can't take criticism, don't do it. Uh, it's it's a very double edged sword, you know. It can be great. Like, look, I've I've created a little empire, yeah, this, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm about to release like a really exciting new um, line um, of, of things. I can't say. Oh, uh, mate, can, can, you can't but tell us that, where it is, but we can go and check. Where can we find it when yeah, it does come out? Uh, it'll be on my Instagram. Okay. It, it, it's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Say don't say then. Don't anything. say. Don't say. But. Yeah, you know, there's that. I put my little my little sister through university. I'm I can I fin I financially support most of my family, my younger family, brothers and sisters. Shit, just um, I'm gonna give you a fist I've... pump through the thing, dude. You you rock star. <laughs> well done, man. Like that is so yeah. cool. Like you know, yeah. I I asked honestly. I I've done over you know I've done a lot of these different interviews, and I and I asked you to come on because um you know you want the you want I we we love married at first sight <laughs> over here. It's super cool and all those different things. But also with these interviews or chats, what I love to do is like have different topics, and you know the stuff that you've gone into and been open and honest about is is awesome. It's so awesome, and I think that a lot of people are gonna really just love you for that, and and the Thank fact you. that you look after your family and that's what obviously is your priority is so important mm. in life that's what comes first um 100 percent, 100 and the things i've gone into with you you know i haven't gone in with anybody else before but you know, i thought you know what everyone gets the typical dan and tamara and the meat questions i thought why not give you guys something something different and something actually jess not yeah but something also important yeah. man like it's like so yeah. important especially during this time you know where people are really struggling and you think that you're alone when you're struggling um and mm. and also it's it's the dark side of life right people perceive people perceive you as this happy go lucky beautiful person who's on a tv show and all these different things and have no idea about your past and actually knowing about your past is so important jess you're a fucking legend man you're a legend. Thank you. You're a complete legend. Thanks. Hey, and listen, I want all um, you listeners to go and check out Jess's Instagram because, yeah, you're hilarious on it. You do great things. And <laughs> as we said, we're going to see um, some things. And, hey, listen, I reckon TV shows in the UK are going to be after you um, ASAP. So we'll probably see you doing some stuff in the UK very soon for sure. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Jess, listen, I really... It was talking to you. Oh, my God, you're a legend. Listen, what we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational. Anything at all yes. you want to say. Be you. Be uniquely you. Do not try to be 
anything else that you think people want you to be. If you want to wake up in the morning and dye your skin red and have green hair and, and white contacts in and you think you look cool, then you look cool, man. Bugger what anyone else thinks. Don't don't go with what everyone else you know the, is the norm is the norm. Oh, I should love that, Jessica. Bell. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.